Well, the whole thing is you, you, the the theory of it is what you you, you smash your first joke. You people smash remember your last the joke, first no and remembers last. the middle. Right? Yeah, people remember the yeah, first. So and last when thing. you fuck up your last one, you got to walk off to like an awkward clap or a silence. Yeah. Then you just like it's bullshit. Well, this whole thing was fucked. You know? Exactly. Now it's so all like wasted. You could be like fucking a chick, like really amazingly, and then in the end you just. <laughs> Just, and she doesn't just come, come out. You just come out of nowhere, and she's just like, "Oh, like, well, do you want to ride home?" And like, she calls you a hack. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you use the ukulele? She refuses to pay you at the end. Yeah, yeah <laughs> we'll give you. We'll, I'd like to do five, no more sevens. <laughs> <laughs> back for another week, or week equivalent, as the case may be. Apologies, ladies and gentlemen, dear listeners, dear friends, uh, for the uh, for the slight break uh, hiatus. Uh, I just got back from the Adelaide Fringe Festival. Quite a brutal, brutal time it can be, but in fact, I had a wicked good time this year. Uh, last year, I went to, like, the Adelaide Fringe is the second largest fringe in the whole world. Uh, Edinburgh Fringe is the largest, uh, and it turns out now, like, Perth Fringe is the third largest, because it has just been growing by leaps and bounds every year. Uh, the thing is, like, Edinburgh, like, the population of Edinburgh, like, doubles or triples or whatever during the festival, because everyone comes from all over Europe and, and the world, like, to either participate in the festival or go and see shows and, and sort of see world-class, uh, performances, uh, performances by people. Um, the population of Adelaide is just the regular population of Adelaide, plus a bunch of people desperate to sell tickets to them. And so the festival's grown into this... In Like, I do preface this by saying I genuinely had a really good time there this year, but it's grown into this, like, massive bloated thing where it's a huge amount of shows and a huge amount of talent, like, just compressed into this small space, and everyone's competing for the same market share of tickets. And then on top of that, there's, like, the warm Adelaide thing, so, like, all, like, the dirty hippies and whatnot... They go to that. That's at the same time as the fringe, and then there's the uh, the clipsal, the clipsal, which is uh, like a bunch of um, people, I guess, into cars or whatever. It's like some car driving thing. I'm not not really into cars. I don't really know exactly what it is, but uh, but like this, basically, it's all the big events of the whole year of Adelaide are just compressed into this like one and a half month period. And Fringe falls in that as well. So not only are you competing with, like, the world of of comedy and burlesque and other entertainment medium and stuff, and, like, essentially, like, all the best of all the Fringes, you know, like, will we'll come to Adelaide. Like, that's it's just a common thing, right? People come to Adelaide from all over the world. Not only are you competing with them for, for market share of, of just, you know, eyeballs and ears, but on top of that, you're competing with, uh, yeah, things that are not even under that purview, like, like Worm Adelaide, and like Womad or whatever the fuck it's called, uh, like Womad and uh, and Clipsal, uh, and it's all just for the lo- essentially for the local Adelaide people. So uh, it can be a real, a real tough. Last year, like uh, like a few of us went over there from Perth, and uh, we fucked up big time. We had a venue like thirty minutes walk from anything worth going to, um, and uh, we're at terrible time. Well, like really late time slot, and then like the guy who ran the venue, like he would just like like turned the lights off downstairs before we even started our show. So it looked like even if you had walked 30 minutes to get there, like it looked like it was closed. So we didn't have a great time. And this year I, I made a lot of, cause I went, you know, went back this year. So, you know, I'll build on, 
uh, the, the the knowledge of not the success. Like I'll build on the mistakes of last year, essentially, and 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 I'll, I won't make all these mistakes. Um, made a lot of better calls. You know, I was at a, a better venue. I was at the producers, which is like a quite like, close to the central hub. Uh, much better time slot than last year's like ten ten thirty whatever it was like PM. Uh, this year I was uh, still a bad time slot, but bad in the other direction where it was six PM. It was just like ah oh, a little bit too early. Um, but honestly, fucking sick sick nuts good time like i really really enjoyed the festival i i I did a bunch of great shows um it helped me get uh it helped me like uh meet the the guy who um sort of administrates or or puts together the um the free fringe group i wanted to be part of in in edinburgh so now i've got like a slot in edinburgh which is very exciting and extremely expensive and and much more challenging, I'm assuming, than Adelaide was. Um, but uh, and just like really had a great time with a with a bunch of uh, cool comics and and cool comedy people. And yeah, thanks Adelaide. You guys are all right. Fucking smashed a bunch of abs. Um, just a basically a bucket of meat and chips slathered in gravy and sauce. Oh my god! I was only there for seven days. I had five abs. I I I pretty much had like leftover diarrhea for three days after I got back to Perth. But it was well worth it. So it was a fun, good time. Uh, it is nice to be back here in Perth, though. It's uh, it's nice to be home, like with my wonderful partner and, and, and my buns, my cute little bunny rabbits. Um, oh, by the way, if you guys uh, want to see two really, like some really cute pictures of my bunny rabbits, and they are cute as fuck, uh, you can go to my website, uh, infinitejez.com, uh, and sign up to the mailing list, which will come out. Pfft, very rarely, like probably once every three months or something. Uh, and as a little welcome present, you can get two super cute pictures of my super cute little buns. And then you can unsubscribe if you want. If you just wanted to see the pictures, it's fine. Anyway, um, let's kick into the episode because uh, uh, it's a pretty good one, actually. I, I thought I was going to end up throwing this one away, uh, but it turns out it's just the first 20 minutes sucks and we ended up talking for ages. So, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good episode. We talk about having some hell gigs, uh, like sort of uh, our worst gigs, um, and uh, a few, it, it, some interesting parallels between uh, our love, our own Rory Machel's childhood and my and, and my own. It's um, it's interesting. Yeah, and it's a, it's a pretty funny app too, so I hope you guys enjoy it. Anyway, we are back, uh, and hopefully, ooh, I know I've said this a few times, hopefully we'll actually be on a proper weekly schedule now. I've got a bunch of these backlogged, I'm going to go through this week. And edit the fuck out of them. So uh, hopefully, yeah, we can get these out every Monday. It's probably not going to happen, but if I say it, maybe. Who who knows? Um, oh, should also say the name of the podcast. This is Brief Interviews with Hideous Men. Uh, I'm your host, Jez Watts. Um, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, let's kick into episode 22. Uh, oh fuck! What am I going to call it? Ah, uh, I feel like this is a good intro. It's the first take. And I'm probably not going to like have to re-record it, um, but I need to decide on a title. Episode 22, uh, Bombs Away, and Peter Files. Just remember that death is not the end. And all that you held sacred falls down and does not mend. Just remember... That death is not the end Not the end Not the end I saw a show Just remember 
show. Uh, Illuminati, I guess. I don't know. It was one of them. A friend invited me to. I was, was going to go to Jest later that night, and I was like, "Oh, this is really good. I'm going to see a professional comedian. I'm going to see some uh, see some other comedians as well." And I, I liked the show. I laughed almost all the way through it. This is before I did comedy. Uh, and like, I got through the whole show. And then afterwards, I, uh, I at least I turned to my friend and I was like, I, uh, I thought he was the guy with the, with the missing leg. <laughs> Wait, what guy with the missing leg? <laughs> um, Adam, Adam Hills. Is it Adam? Adam, yeah. Adam Hills is a missing leg. Is it? Is it? I think. I, I don't know. Like, I, think, I know I that. I'm just. I just throwing. That I know Will Anderson there. and Adam Hills get mistaken for each other. I know that only because Will Anderson brings it up on podcasts. Yeah, one of all them's got a fucking. Will Anderson had definitely has both his legs. Yeah, yeah no. but he's got like fucking uh, scoliosis or something. Okay. Yeah, and like hip problem. Yeah, yeah, that. Uh, yeah, like I thought he was that, and I was, I was like the whole time I was like, when's he gonna do it? When's he gonna bring up the leg and be like, oh, oh check it out? No. And I was, I was just, <laughs> just waiting the whole time for the big reveal, and it's not there. Yeah, I, I lifted up my, my sign that says leg three sixteen, and like not once. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Amazing. Yeah, well, uh, it, it was all right. You know, right. it just starts because everyone like, I know loves so going back to the same floor. Like, life. Okay. like I, mean, I got a two-story house, and uh, I live with a cat now. That's great. I love love living with a cat. I don't even own What's the cat. What's your cat's name? Uh, it's called Smaug. I've cats like the, like the dragon from Lord of the Rings. I sure. didn't name it. I'm yeah. aware of the name of the dragon from Lord of the Rings. What do I look like? A person that got laid in high school? Uh, you look like a person <laughs> who laid in primary school, but that's not the point. Uh, D- depends. That, you- that, that man told me that I would. He, he cared about me. I no, had he, um. Apparently, he didn't care about him because he just called him that man. I don't even know his first name. No, he a, he refused to tell me. Um, um, I think it was a smart move on on, just, on just his another part. Another notch on the on the suspenders on, uh. the, <laughs> on, on, on your tracky on your tracky drawstrings you used to wear to school. By the way, I will say that this this is true. Uh, when I was in uh, year or probably four or five, um, there was a man that came to my school who I would be taken out of class to go and have, like, private time with. He wasn't, like, employed by the school. He wasn't, like, a teacher or anything. And then I would go and I would sit with the man, and then the man would just be like, so tell me about your day and, and your life. And then I would sit with him for a while, and then I would, like, go back to class. And after a couple of months of, like, him coming about once a week and me being, like, removed from class to go and sit with this man, I asked the teacher why. And they were like, oh, we heard that you came from a broken home, so we set this up for you. I had the same thing for me in high school. I- really? <laughs> Yeah, I, like I, I, was just, I was just doing so poor, and the guy, and they, they got like a Christian guy to come in. His name was Peter. I remember because we used to make fun of him. We were like, "Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it's it's Peter File," <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he he would go, <laughs> "Please don't do that." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> don't do that at school. Even though he would bring me, even though, he, even though he would go out of his way to bring me out of classes I don't like and play like soccer with me, and sometimes he'd let me bring a friend. He would go out of his way and do so much for me. And I'd be like, yeah, it's a pedophile. <laughs> bring a friend. <laughs> yeah, like I'd bring a friend from a, from a class and like, we'd just like... And rub each other. That's um, sad. <laughs> oh, this is the thing. I had no idea that I was supposedly coming from like this sad background until I was like, oh no, there's a special man that comes yeah, to make me feel not bad about the, my life. More, I guess I should start feeling bad about the things. More so, more so this one. Where pedophile? No, just he takes him out of class to play soccer with him. Like, like not yeah. even talking. Like, can you not just... Just picture that, like little Rory 
And then this dude like, hey, come on, champ. And also, wanna, yeah, kick a ball around. Two like, people is not enough to have a good soccer game. <laughs> we're not playing. A, we're not playing a fucking you know fifty minute matches, Jed. We're just, just kicking it back and forth. So when it, so when he said bring a, fr- it's like if you're playing catch, that's one thing. But if you're just kicking a soccer ball back, no, and but forth. he said he could bring a friend. And I just want to say, I just want to ask, did you ever bring a friend? Uh-huh, no, yeah, of all not. the time. Because you, know, uh, you know what's great? Not going to club. Could Peter also friend? see this friend? You had a friend. I, look, I've had plenty of friends in every, like, fucking school thing I've gone to. Like, I make friends the okay. first day. Right. Yeah. It's like and then after that, sort of just dropped off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> was, was Peter, like, a father figure to you? Uh, like, no. Because uh, when I played soccer with my dad once, uh, he kicked the ball. I was, I was, uh... I was there. I was going to say I was goalie. I wasn't. Uh, I, I walked. He kicked the ball really hard. Just kept kick, kick, kicking the ball at you. <laughs> I wasn't yeah. the goalie, but he just kept going for it's me. It's like, I don't like Rory's. And I, I walked I walked in between the goal, and uh, the ball hit me right there. Uh, and he's a... He's Wait, a, he hit you in the face? He's a big soccer fan, and he's a, he, what a, a cracker of a kick, and uh, hit me so hard. <laughs> I did a, I did basically uh, the closest thing I've ever done to a backflip. Uh, I've never gone the full rotation, even on a trampoline. You know, even though I'm so an- athletic and uh, yeah. you know, got that agility and like, that's uh, sad. I even know, though, even that's sad. Like, <laughs> you can't backflip on a trampoline. I could like, I could like do tons of other kinds of flips and all that Can stuff. You, you forward know? flip? Yeah. What I look like a fucking chump? Well, you can't backflip like a chump. I, I don't know why. It's like backwards. a chump. Glenn, are you telling me that you can backflip on a trampoline? Because yeah. I can't. You can. That's sad. Like hands down, like land on your feet, backflip. Yeah. What does he look like? A fucking loser. We need what? a trampoline. Who can't backflip on a fucking trampoline? I, Me. I can't. Like, if I try and jump backwards, I just, like, I fall. Like, it's like a trust fall I'm doing of nobody, because I don't trust anybody. But this is the thing, guys. Like, once you become, like, real comics, uh, you'll find out that, like, you can't get on a trampoline without doing a backflip. That's just the mm. way of it. Yeah, like, whether you forward flip or backflip, you're always going to land on your feet because you have that much experience. Yeah. You've been on stage. Yeah. I don't need you fucking double jumping me right here right now, okay? I, I'm only on this podcast to, like, uh, further my trampolining uh, lifestyle, you know? I've got, I've got a gig down at Bounce later on. Uh, trampolines wall to wall. It's going to be a great crowd. Uh, plenty of uh, kids, uh, some parents. Uh-huh. Uh Peter will be there. <laughs> yeah, you learned a lot from, a lot from Peter, eh? <laughs> That poor I, I thought about this A few days ago That poor fucking guy <laughs> He was just volunteering In the community And then like He goes to school And then a bunch of kids Call him a pedophile Yeah He's <laughs> yeah. literally done nothing like, the guy be nice who, The guy who came And like And like Would like sit with me For a while Eventually Like I'm, I'm I made him quit Basically Like I was, I just became un- So unlikable That he was like I give up Like Oh same I don't, I don't ever like, Spend going, a lot of time with him Yeah Like at, at one point like I felt bad for him like because I was like oh my birthday is July 14 and he misheard it as 4 and he was like oh, oh it's July 4 that's Independence Day and I was just like alright I guess I'll give you this one buddy and then he gave me the whole history of the Independence Day thing and I was like it's really not relevant like what do you owe him by being like yeah that's my birthday I feel bad for the guy like it's a simple mistake like, he has to come to a school and just sit with a kid who's like what the fuck is this all about like he thinks he's doing a good thing it's just annoying me i'm like well now i'm being singled out by my friends like which i had Are you sure rory were you not allowed to bring any uh <laughs> so i probably missed this bit before but how old were you when this was happening uh, so I would have been uh, probably like nine. So year nine-ish. That's what year four or five around there. Okay. Uh, and so even at that, that age, you were like, "Man, I feel sorry years. for this guy." I know. No, this is the thing. I was like, "This was what this guy is choosing to do with his day." Like, 
Uh, I don't know if he was sterile or what, but like he clearly, <laughs> he clearly well, like had a desperate need to have children in his life. I guess I should have called him Peter also, but yeah, yeah, Baron Peter. <laughs> Peter Baron. Uh, I gotta, I gotta ask. Uh, I was thinking about this a few days ago. Have you ever had a friend who? Uh, you haven't. I thought I had some today, but I guess uh, you know. I, I guess comedy is more. No, of a I saw you. I saw your fucking desperate tweets. What desperate tweets? Did you guys see that Roy uh, tweeted about how like he has friends in comedy now, and it's like it's it's so cool and. Well, no, I said it, I said it so was cool. I, I showed you that. You showed me that. I, I was said, like, oh, look at this. He oh, showed me that no, while no, he no, laughed no, at you. No, I laughed. <laughs> no, actually, I was offended because I saw you were like, oh, now I finally feel like I got friends in comedy, and I'm like, I thought we'd been friends for a long time. No, no, the, the thing is, I, I was saying, I feel like I can finally say I have friends in comedy. Like, it was like, for me, for a very long time, it was always like, oh, these are the comedians I hang out with. They're famous and, uh, like, they're, they're, they're <laughs> well, above me in, like, my, in my unemployed fucking, like, regiment. And, like, now, like, I've done comedy for long enough. Uh, you know, I can call myself a comedian. No one else can. Uh, yeah, I've been doing it long enough. I'm going to be like, oh, yeah, we're just friends now. We hang out sometimes. You know, like, I, that's, that's what I was getting at. I wasn't like, oh, man. I met, I met James Palm the other day, and you know what? I think uh, I think today's the day, guys. I got I got a comedian friend. I always say comedian friend, but that's fine. Where is it? I can't. I'm trying to find it's it. It's very very long ago, which is weird. Rory tweets a bunch. I know. There's you just, a lot of trash we, to get through. Honestly, he's the only Twitter account that I really like reading. There's so much like anime and you better say hentai it's just anime I was reading a manga recently it was great well, anyway uh, fucking I'm sorry Lisa it's my brand uh, anyway what I was saying is you ever had a friend who like uh, you realised was like a cunt yeah yeah, like yeah. huge yeah. dickhead and, yeah. and like now you think back on it and you're like well yeah. you're, you're an awful why did person? I see that before or oh I, I knew about it but like like this guy uh, one time we were in a we were in metal work uh, mm-hmm. We had to take metal work uh, in school as well as woodwork, which was crazy. They just, you know, what am I going to do? Make a table? No, I couldn't. They, uh, actually, I didn't pass that uh, grade at all. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, he, we used a spot welder, right? And he was like, hey, Rory, what if I put this piece of hot metal on your wrist? And I was like, don't. I was like, yeah, but what if I did? And I was like, you'd be a dickhead. And he was like, okay. And then he dropped it on my wrist. And I yelled out loud in the classroom, yeah, yeah, that's the time, uh, mm-hmm. ow, fuck, fuck, ow. And the teacher came over and he was like, why are you swearing? And I was like, he just, he dropped like burning hot metal on my wrist. And there's, there's like a, there's a tiny like little scar like still there. Mm-hmm. And we both got sent to the principal's office. Well, he was, I don't know what he was. I don't know, his name was Mr. Dawn, that's all I remember. And I, one time I made a joke, hey, can I call you Mr. Dusk? And he was like... Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> and that's, and that's one of the many <laughs> if and I was a principal, I would at all times find opportunities to take a small child like aside and be, lean in and be like, "Fuck off!" So there's no witnesses. Oh, so man. that kid would be like, "Oh, the principal told me to fuck off." I'd be like, "What? Are you gonna believe a little kid? Or are you gonna believe yeah. me, the principal?" That, sounds like, like a, that, that sounds, would be great. Sounds like the uh, the thing that like pedophiles use as their like argument. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, that, 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 that's one of the many times a teacher made fun of me making a joke that made me uh, be silent for the rest of the year in their class. Uh, anyway, and he, and he gave my friend uh, basically this uh, this uh, this permission slip thing where it's like... To burn Rory whenever he wanted. No, where it's like, uh, well, you have to be on good behavior for this many weeks uh, or else you can't go to the dance. 
and he, then I, he was, I was standing in the office with him because I was like, yeah, here to have proof. You went to school me. in the town of Footloose. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Roy, I'm trying to go through your tw- tweets to find what this one that you guys are talking about. Yeah. I came across a different one. Okay. Uh, what is the tweet, I, I came during sex like a fool. Fools in capital letters. Yep. Uh, gonna need to cut my dick off and get my girl- <laughs> can get my girlfriend to hide it somewhere to teach me a lesson about courage. Uh, <laughs> uh, at, at Rory Mitchell, uh, he what is- the fuck, man? Sometimes you just think of a good joke, and also like, I did, I did, it was right after sex. And then, like, uh, usually when I tweet about sex, my girlfriend's like, "Hey, no." This time, so she was like, fucking do it. So, no, so, like, she started later, and then she was like, that's pretty good. Uh, anyway, uh, and then this, this, this submission was like, you got like, you got to be good for a certain amount of days, or else you can't go to the school dance. And I was there with him, and he was like, hey, bro, you can have one too. And I was like, what? He was like, yeah, I'm going to give you one too. I was like, what, what do you mean? I was burnt. <laughs> I was burnt in class by this guy. And I was like, ah, I'm going to give you one. And uh, So you both got in trouble. Uh, that's what I thought. But it turns out... Uh, he didn't need to do the permission slip. He was allowed to go to the dance anyway. But I wasn't. For getting burned by him. Yeah, but Wait, you genuinely weren't allowed to go to the dance? Yep. Or you just didn't have anyone to go because you were such a loser? Oh, no, I would have gone I would have stag, mate. Me and all my bros. Uh, would have gone with him. With me and my... Uh, Wait, my, so why weren't you allowed to go? Uh, because I didn't get... My, my permission slip wasn't done in time. It was like... It was, a, it was like a... Hey. It says you got to have two weeks of being good here. There's only one week to the dance. And like, if you can't, if wait. You so he gave you a permission slip that was impossible to fulfill. Yeah, uh, this guy was a—he was a mean. Cru- he was a he crusty, really didn't he was like a crusty old dean. He really didn't like. Oh, he actually was a dean. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really didn't like that Mister Dusk line. Yeah, <laughs> he well, really held a grudge. You know, he just, uh, he just another person that just doesn't like boys. Yeah, you know the sunset in our relationship that day. <laughs> but you know they say it's always darkest uh, before the dawn. His name oh, is Mr. God. Dawn. Uh, and Roy's black. Um, hey, Glenn. <laughs> um, yes, Jez. Hey, I want to talk to you about um, doing uh, doing spots and... Oh, and good segue. Doing spots and fucking them up. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, tell me about it. <laughs> oh, I'm going to need time to process. I've had a lot to drink. Um, Okay, so I guess fucking up spots. Break it into a new room and fucking up spots and that kind of thing. All right. um, So I guess my worst spot that I had was... um, It's a toss-up between the two. Like One would be at the National. The National's a now defunct room, but it's like brutal gig, uh, often small, usually rowdy as well. Yeah, now I, I think I had one good gig there, which was a gong show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, I never did well there. They just fucking hated me. And, every, and I would just not, like, I would get offered the spot and they'd be like, well, we'll pay you. And I'm just like, I'm busy. Like, I just do not want to fucking do this room because they hate me so much. But one night I, I just was like, oh, I'll try some stuff. And I remember there was these two old ladies just sitting at this table that was like right in the center uh, when it was, when the stage was at the, along the wall, the other wall. Like, what not what the nationality corner. were they? Oh, mate, I don't fucking know, eh? Like, they just okay. made me use sign language <laughs> because um, <laughs> I was doing my bits and then they were just looking at me and they were just mouthing, like, boo. 
and just thumbs downing me. <laughs> like silently mouthing but, but me. But Wait, but are you sure these were old ladies or are you sure these were ghosts trapped in the uh, trapped in the national uh, hotel? <laughs> fuck, I hope they were they're ghosts to, now because fuck, I'd love that. Vengeance, trying to warn you. Man, but, like, before, there's almost, there's from, almost like bullying a person. Yeah, but just previous <laughs> to that though, I like sort of call them out. I was just like, are you guys all right? Because they've been talking through my whole thing. Right. So they hadn't even listened to what I was saying and then they were just like, oh, we'll just boo this. Quick question. How long was the spot? Ah, oh, fuck. I... It might have been five This is a year ago, so there's no way you had more than seven minutes of material. No, it might okay. have been a, a longer one, which oh. would have made it hurt more. Okay, go on. Keep, keep telling the story. This yeah. is really interesting. But yeah, that, really was, that, was, that was the... I just love that they're like silently mouthing no, but it was just, It's just, like, oh, we want you to know that we hate yeah, you. Yeah, but like, I can't do it on the fucking podcast, but I, I can sort of act it out to you. It was more just like a like as if you're just talking and I'm just like... Like really yeah. trying to lean over and get in your face, yeah, yeah. Oh, and okay. that's the only time after comedy I've ever been outside, like fucking just fuming, and then just thinking all the shit in my head. Where it's like, no, this is one of those times where it's appropriate to tell them to like fuck off and die or whatever. Yeah, for sure. And um, but yeah, so that was that was one. I saw I saw you later that night, right? Like you came to the laugh resort, but the laugh resort still existed. Yeah, and you were just like pacing back and forth, like sort of like just just full of like angry energy, where you were like. That's it. I'm never going to have a gig like that ever again. I'm going to get better at comedy. I'm going to fucking start taking spots when people offer it to me. I'm going to write more material. I'm going to just, I'm going to improve everything. It really like lit a fire under you. Well, the next gig I did, I think I smashed the next one because I was so like, this is not fucking happening again. And that fire got extinguished and uh, he was back in the old path again. <laughs> no, you yeah. crushed it tonight. But, um, but uh, the other one was um, I did five at Lazy's. Yep. And it was, I think, my second five. So the first one I did was... And so just for uh, listeners to the podcast, Lazy is like uh, one of the few pro rooms in Perth. Yeah. Uh, so the first one I did was, I think, fine. And then I did a shitty pun at the very, very end that didn't work. And I was just like, I fucked it up. And I was Man. like, oh, I'm not greedy. But other than that, it was a really good one. And then the second one... By the way, I will just say, how fucking frustrating is it when you do great for a whole set and then your last thing doesn't land and then you're like, ah, oh, it fuck, got, my it time is up. It got up until that point. But it's like, oh, but, but now my time... Yeah, but now yeah. my time is up and I have to leave. Like, I had that with a gig uh, not that long ago where I did a really good set, the very last joke didn't land and I was like, but I have to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, you told me about and that. And I just walked off, and, I, and, like, the promoter was like, hey, good job, and I just said to the promoter, I was like, but the last fucking joke didn't land, and, like, stalked off. Probably should have said that as well. There's no need to highlight that information for him. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but uh, but it's like, it makes you feel like the whole set was a failure. Oh, definitely. To leave on a down note, even if every note before that hit. Well, the whole thing is you... you the, the theory of it is what you, you, you smash your first joke you people smash remember your last the joke first and everyone remembers last. the middle right? yeah people remember the yeah, first so and last when thing. you fuck up your last one you gotta walk off to like an awkward clap or a silence yeah. then you're just like it's bullshit well, this whole thing was fucked you know? exactly now it's so all wasted you could be like fucking a chick like really amazingly and then in the end you just, just and she doesn't just come, come. Out, you just come out of nowhere and she's just like oh like well do you want to ride home and like, she calls you a hack yeah. <laughs> like, did you use the ukulele? She refuses to pay you at the end. Yeah, well, yeah well, give me a, like, <laughs> do five, no more sevens. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, you used yeah. a musical instrument, did a song. Don't look at me like that. Imagine please. if you, by the way, imagine if you did have sex and, like, in the middle of it, you pulled out a little ukulele. 
<laughs> so, you know, imagine, imagine you having sex and you had the whole tube like of that. the whole time. Like some fucking fool, like a clown. Yeah, I think I could pull it off. Uh, it's more important to pull it out. I have pulled Dang. it off. Yeah. All right. So anyway, so uh, yeah, that was the first. That was the first yeah. slot. Yeah, the other one that I think went really bad was another slot at. Uh, la- yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I was at uh, Lazy's was I think the one where me and you had to me and Jez. Uh, they can't see me gesturing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I've had a lot to drink. Was um, when we had to fill time for Darso to get there. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, yeah. Saw, and someone who was running the room. Uh, I'm not going to mention. Yeah, I think it fucking matters. Even whatever. But they were like, oh, the the headliner's not here. You guys need to go on to fill time. And we were just there because I think it was Tor's first time there. So yeah, we, we were just we there, like, support our friends yeah. through the night. So we yeah, didn't, yeah. I didn't have anything prepared or anything. And they were like, you got to go on to full time. And I was like, how long do I have to do? Or oh, do five. No, do do seven to ten. No, actually, just go until we flash you because we don't know how long it's going to take. And I'm like, nothing prepared. This is during the break. We're about to come back on. I'm like, oh, fuck, what am I going to do? And this is about a year and a half This ago? is a while ago because the joke I was doing, <laughs> I haven't done for a long time. Cause yeah, it's like, is it at it's least a one year. married with children joke. It's like, why was I doing that in the first place? Yeah. God, I want to fucking... Anyway, I, I, I started with that and then I fucking didn't laugh. So I was... Yeah. So I, did, I, did, I, I just was like, oh, okay, well, they're not laughing. I guess I'll explain the joke. Maybe I'll get a laugh out of that. <laughs> so I was like, you see, uh, the joke... The joke... Because I'm like, fucking like, what am I going to do? The joke there is... And then I sort of explained it. And then they were just like, yeah, we get it. It's just not funny. And I'm like... Wait, uh, somebody heckled that? Yeah. <laughs> they, yelled, they, yelled, they yelled it out to me. Some chick yelled it out to me, and that's that was my first joke. I love so. I love that that they actually heckle you specifically, like the very worst thing anyone could ever have said. Yeah, and then I had to push on for the rest of the fucking time, which I don't oh. know when I'm allowed to finish. Oh, <laughs> and I will. That's not, I'm brutal. Not and then I come out. I remember I, I went off the stage. Afterwards, and I went in the back room and I fucking just chucked my notebook away. I'm like, I'm never doing any of this fucking shit again. I, fucking <laughs> this. So, I was so angry, and that's the those, I, those are the only two times I've ever been really angry. Because like I was there with you, like yeah, we we're, we're and both you did on well. Di- and that just rubbed it in. Like, that just rubbed salt <laughs> into no, the wound. But no, that's the thing. Like we're both there to do fives, and like the person who was booking it, like who was getting us onto the full time, like they were like they gave us both like a once over beforehand, and they went, we're gonna put on Glenn first because he's good. And then we'll right, Jess. You can go after whatever. Fill more time. And I think they were almost in their head were like, hopefully the headline will turn up and Jess won't even have to go on. And then you went out there. I wasn't watching a set right because the room is like you're, you're backstage. There's a door. I didn't yep. know anything had happened. I didn't know the heckle or that stuff. I just heard a deafening silence, <laughs> and I was like, oh no. Glenn's so much funnier than me. This is going to go so, so bad. And then you came out and you looked real upset. And I was like, oh, no, it's going to be so bad. And then I went out there and I did great. Like, I was, I came out afterwards. And we was, I remember we were sitting downstairs. And I was like, I didn't want to, like, be happy because you were so sad. But I was real happy. And then yeah, I, I feel like that all the time. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but um, yeah, it was fun. But yeah, it was a really, it was a really weird thing where like my best bud had had a terrible night. And I'd had like, at that time, like one of my greatest nights ever. And we were just sort of sitting together, like trying to have human interactions with this really strange strain. Where it's like, oh, we can't acknowledge necessarily what's going on right now. Yeah. No, it wasn't, it wasn't. It wasn't that you had a good gig. It was more that just like that was the moment that I just lost all faith in everything that I've ever done. 
and it was like all, <laughs> all my material is fucked. I hate all my jokes. I have to start from scratch. I, right. It was one of those fucking... I don't know if you ever had one of those things where it's like, this is fucked. I'm starting again because yeah. this is not working. Well, the end of my first year, I threw away everything. Fucked. I threw away literally everything and I started again. But I don't think there was any like... There wasn't like a, a, particular, a specific gig at the end of that year that I was like, oh, this is so bad. Because I fucking... I ate shit my whole first year pretty much. Like I got some laughs... But like my whole first year, I was I did real bad, and pretty consistently all the way through. And then at the end of it, we're I, so similar, you and I. <laughs> we are. Mm, how unfortunate for you. Yeah. Uh, people, but just so just so you know, people are gonna hate you for ages, and then eventually, begrudgingly, be okay with you. No, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do something different. I'm gonna. Start, I'm gonna join the army and uh, get some material from that. <laughs> all right, cool. <laughs> and then when you come back, just like open your own room so you can get spots. It was yeah. kind of like. Yeah, it's going to be a room for comedians. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Wait, so are you, are you telling me you're going to do a show every three months and just give, like, all the comedians spots? How long are those spots be? I don't know, like, three, three minutes? Maybe. Uh, three I'm thinking, thinking i have, like, a theme each time. Like, maybe one week it's Science Week. Maybe one week it's uh, a different uh, theme. Uh, you know, these are, this is for the, the real Infinite Jess fans, the ones who've been there from the beginning. This is great where uh, where Glenn and I are just sort of looking at each other being like, man, the kids are having fun, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you yeah, first year. One gig for fucking ten minutes. All right. How not- am I supposed to relate to that? Like, I might, might be like, yeah, my first day was pretty bad as well. Yeah, okay, but it's more like, like you, you have a bad gig, right? And it's just like, all right, that was a bad gig. But you ever had a bad gig where you felt like these people fucking hate me? <laughs> I feel like, I feel like every different. gig I've seen you that's do very lately. different. Like um, have a no, yeah, gig and then have sure. people like just like really hate. Like it. the worst ever. Yeah, the worst gig I had was five. It was only five minutes. Uh, it was uh, were, were you maybe at it? Was like a regional one. It was like the the gate or the brook or something. Might have been the brook. Oh no, I wasn't there. But I, I oh, you I heard about it? Yeah. Like uh, yeah. So it was like 120, 130 people packed into this venue. It was like a pop up gig. It's not normally comedy there. They've all bought their tickets beforehand, like it's sold out. Um, and I forget who the MC is, but um, everyone is smashing it. And like I'm employed, I was employed to do the tech, so I did like all set up and then also doing a spot. And I was like, paid for both of those things. And I was like, oh, this is gonna be great. And MC smashes it first act, smashes it uh, second act, I think, or maybe the third act is me. And I come out and. People have sort of seen me, like, walking around, like, setting up, which, in retrospect, I'm like, that's not good for comedy. Like, you want to preserve some level of maybe mystery or, 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 like, high status or whatever. It's like, if they see you schlubbing around, like, carrying shit back and forth, it's like, they're not going to necessarily respect you. But on top of that is that, like, when I walked out, like, I put on the music and I got, like, one of the comics who was on, like, to to do the transition for me and stuff. And, like, I walked out and the music, like, was on repeat. And it got to, like, the end of the track. And so as I walked out, it went silent. And then... Oh, no. My first reaction, and it's the stupid thing that I still now do to this day where I'm, I know it's dumb, is, like, when something goes wrong or whatever, my instinct is to shit on it and be like, that's fucking retarded or whatever. So I, then I, like, started complaining at the guy who I'd gotten to do the tech who had just been on stage and smashed it, who everyone loved. And then I was like, yeah, ugh, you fuck that one up. And it's like, it's just a technical problem. But I was like, oh, there's a way to get out of it. Yep. It's like, no, there's a way to make the audience for the very first thing they hear you say after they watch you be a fucking chump all night is just shit on 
the golden boy that they've just fallen in love with for five minutes. And yeah. so I went on stage, did that, then started my act, then the mic started cutting out. Oh, no. Which it hadn't been cutting out before that. Like the other two acts, the MC hadn't cut out at all. Fuck. Started cutting out. We had like this the cordless mic that went to like the PA of the vet, of the bar. Um, and so my first like big punchline, it cut out right as I got to it. Oh, no. And then I started complaining about the mic. Now, this is no, like the second thing that I'm yeah. complaining about. I'm being real negative, and they still haven't really made them laugh because the thing that was funny that I was going to say, they didn't quite hear it. And then I started like trying to like riff on that, and then I asked for another mic, knowing full well there's no mic there. I'm the guy who set up the yeah, tech. Yeah. But I was like, I thought it was the right call then at that point to be like, oh, give me another mic or whatever. I think some part of me was like, maybe there'll be one. Just like maybe there'll suddenly be a mic. Wow. And so the audience now at this point, I've been on stage for like a minute. They have been silent for a minute. And literally like everyone else like has been on so far has been slamming it. They have been oh slaying. There's 130 people just losing their shit. Now they are silent for a full mm. minute. And so I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Well, there's no mic. To, there's no mic like replacement or whatever. I'm just going to power on at this point. And then so I start, I continue with the set. The mic's cutting in and out. I stop addressing it entirely and just do the next like three and a half minutes or whatever. Finish the set to, I'm not going to say silence, but like. Did you get like a laugh? Oh, I got maybe least. like in, in my memory, in my memory, which is maybe not 100% true. In my memory, they all sat there in icy silence and that was it. But, like, I probably got, like, a half chuckle a couple of times. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. And then, like, I left, and I felt so sad. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I guess now that mic is fucked, it's just going to be bad. MC comes back out, gets three more, like, rolling applause-like things. Aww. And then the next act slays it, and the rest of the night, everyone slays. I'm the only person who's done anything at all bad, and it's been the worst gig of my life. I had one person, like, at the break come up to me and be like, I thought you were funny. But, like, the, the fact that she felt that she needed to say it is, like, almost worse than anything else. Where she was just like, oh, this guy's going to kill himself, you know? Like, I need to tell him no, like, yeah. that it's okay. Um, but, yeah, that's the worst gig I ever had, for sure. And there were loads of things I learned from that. Jez, I've had a, I've had a similar experience uh, <laughs> just this past week. Oh, yeah? What was that? Uh, oh, let me tell you. This Thursday was a, was a, it was a, it was a rough day for me. Because, I mean, like... Uh, Oh, I had to go uh, to the city and I went to your house uh, to get some posters. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw you watching Star Trek uh, Deep Space Nine, was it? That's right, Deep Space Nine. Nice, it's pretty nice. good. Good choice, good choice. Odo's uh, a great character. Yeah, oh, yeah, Odo. Oh, oh, fast as an internet in Perth. Um, and then you gave me a cup of tea. Uh, bit of classic Rubos. Yeah, yeah. I keep calling it Roy Boys. Uh, but uh, I had no sugar in it. It was kind of a bad cup of tea. It wasn't, wasn't a backup tea, so like it just had no sugar in it. And I, I like my I like my thing sweet. I'm a I'm a I'm a sugary I'm a little cherry boy. Uh, and yeah, from then on, the day just uh, nothing else happened that day. Oh, and nothing the, else happened. That's no, weird. No. So you just came to my house, you went home, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. So you didn't like stop anywhere else or no? No, I heard about the I heard Raw was on that night though. Oh yeah, Raw was on. Just tell us about your Raw gig. Fuck, please. 
just just tell me what happened. What anyway, I love this whole I love the whole subplot with oh, the Dominion, uh, where they're coming in from the Gamma Quadrant and like oh, I, I, I don't it's care. It's all like the shapeshifters, and they're like taking over like like roles in the Federation and stuff. The and audience kind of, like, hates set this. The Alpha Quadrant like against it themselves. Like, like, like a new. Just a tell new me about your war gigs. Like they're not in a space station. I'm just. Well, this is the thing. They're in a space station. I'm leaving. I'm going by. That's true. It's a space station. Yeah. Um, but I'll tell you this, man. Oh, the, the Defiant? Wow, that is a punchy little ship. Yeah, speaking of Defiant, I uh, did Raw. Yep. And uh, let me tell you, I was I was pretty confident in myself, uh, like I always am, every time. Uh, and I was, like, pretty confident. And then I was like, uh, you know what? I'm lost. Yep. It would be fucked if, uh, if I went on stage after everybody killed it. And these were some jokes that are... Uh, that I wouldn't tell in my first week of comedy. After everybody killed it, the audience mwah, loved it, rolling in their fucking aisles, you know? <laughs> which, is, which is what they had, because they were all set up in a weird bingo table set up. Uh-huh. Really, that room has got to get some normal chairs. Uh, the audience just... Mwah, oh, jeez. And then I told my jokes. And, uh, and first, what happened? Uh, crazy enough, first joke I told, uh, a lot of people were smiling at me. <laughs> okay. Oh, but obviously, like the second joke, then they started to laugh, and yeah, it was one of those close joke, uh, close. Oh, the second joke, they loved. Oh, they loved it. They uh, they laughed. That gave a gave a hearty half chuckle, and then for the rest of it, uh, <laughs> for the rest of it, kind of didn't kind of like quarter chuckles, and then mm-hmm. I kind of I kind of went off early because because uh, I mean you've been to the comedy lounge, is that what it is? That's true. Yeah, yeah. you've been there before. They have like a like a timer thing to show you how long you've been on. Oh, do they? Yeah, they have like a little timer thing. Like it shows like how long like your set's going. Right. And like uh, I looked down and it said nine forty, and I was like, "That's not right." <laughs> I would love it if you looked down and instead of numbers, it just said "get off." <laughs> uh, well, basically, it did because it said nine forty, and I was like, oh, "I've been off for nine minutes and forty seconds." Jeez! And uh, just kind of in my stupor, I, uh, I was like, "Well, that's me done. Bye." And uh, so went how, off to how a- many minutes did you end up doing? I don't know. I didn't ask. You didn't, I, uh, you didn't time it or record it? No, I didn't. Uh, I made sure to leave as soon as possible, as soon as uh, they, they announced the winners that weren't me. Uh, Let me ask you this. Did any part of you think like, you know what? Maybe I did get through. Yeah. Because uh, the first few people announced were like uh, real comedians. Like Torf Snyder, Grant Mushet, and the rest. Uh, <laughs> and I thought like, There's, you know... Um, there's some footage that you can find uh, if you look at the... I, I forget what to. year it was, but it was like the Raw... Uh, Is this a Colin National Hate? Yeah, it's the Raw National uh, Final where, yeah, you can watch... Uh, Colin Ebsworth, a very funny comic who like came up in Perth. Yeah, I've um, seen. I, I found it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. where comedian where ever. they're sort of like yeah, all the people who competed like are standing in a line, and then they announce the winner of the the raw comedy competition, and uh, it's not Colin, but he believes so strongly it's him that he starts to take like a half step forward, and then like if yeah. you freeze the frame, it's like that old Simpsons thing where it's like you can see his heartbreak. It's beautiful. <laughs> It's absolutely a beautiful thing. But yeah, every time at Raw, because I've never gotten through a round of a competition. You and I have that in common. Um, I wish... Uh, I wish it, you had more in common with Glenn. It's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like the parent trap. I, I don't get that reference. Uh, I don't know. It's, okay, okay. It's kind of like any movie where there's twins in it. All right. Yeah. Because I fucking hate being so much like you. you I wore... <laughs> 
I wore a jumper today and you were like, I have that exact jumper. And I was like, uh, I don't know, you do. And then you're like, no, I'm pretty sure I do. I do. I genuinely like, do. Before we move on, can I tell you guys the story of my worst gig? Yes. So it's, it's, it's pretty fucking bad. Yep. Okay. Okay. To. So I, I, um, are you guys going to get up and leave? Okay. That's all good. I'll listen. Uh, okay, cool. Um, so like, I, um, oh, it's so bad. So I did three minutes at Infinite Jest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I did a 50, my first ever spot at, at Infinite Jest, 50 first jokes. And this lady, she came up to me after the show and goes, hey, I'm putting on this show. I want you to come do three minutes, do that exact same three minutes. I know okay? this lady. The show is called Fresh Meat. And me, and this is, she's like, it's at a proper theater. It'll be 120 people there, roughly, uh, It'll be, it'll be probably the biggest gig you've done so far. Just have a lot of fun. I want you to be there. Uh, you're female. <laughs> right? So uh, that's how, how she p- pitched it to me. And I was like, fuck yeah, of course I'll do it. Like, I, would yeah, love I to. am a female. Fuck off. Okay. But no, I'm assume my... Je- yeah, okay. Anyway. Um, I was like, cool. I'm going to do this gig. It's going to be awesome. I told my mom about it. And I was like, whoa, this is the biggest gig you've done. I will buy tickets. Mm-hmm. So my mum's at the gig. Mm-hmm. Turns out she invited... You know how when you're a kid and you have, like, your best friends and they're all, like, your family friends and all their children? Sure. So not only was my, my family there, but the people I grew up with <laughs> was there. The, the person I was seeing at the time <laughs> was there. Dude. Uh, my best friends were there. My fr- my friends, friends, so friends from my like, one hundred and nineteen people were there. For th- you. There was about <laughs> there was about yeah, there was about roughly like a, I think there was like one hundred and twenty five people. They were all up, yeah, and I think about thirty of them were there for me. Yeah, right. And I had the biggest cheer when to my do name three minutes. Yeah, I fucking that gets better. Okay, it was the biggest cheer for me to go out. I had the I had the bigger cheer than anyone else, and I ate. I so much shit. It was the, you. You did that gig as well. I did. I, like, I was on early though, and I left. I didn't see anyone else. Oh, oh. I did pretty good. I, I from memory. Yeah, you did well. No, you did well. You did like the. You did. You did some jokes about. Um, that's the thing. Doing three minutes is hard. I. I think I did probably two thirty because I was like, all right, well, that's all my short jokes. And I don't have anything that's going to fit in the see, 30 seconds, so see, I'm going like, to bug out. That was like my fifth gig I ever... No, it was no, not even that. It was like my probably my, my third, fourth gig I've ever done. Mm. And here's me being like, oh, I'm getting majorly successful. Look at me. I'm so good at comedy. Right. Not even understanding fucking comedy. And here what, you are, starring on the Infinite Jazz podcast. I am succeeding in life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I went out there and I told jokes about like, I told terrible gay jokes. So essentially not only that, did I come out to my family through a shit comedy set. Oh yeah, because they, everyone were, I they ever- were not aware that you were no, a lady fag oh, at that point. Man, wait, whoa, hang on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> so essentially you came, came out as gay to your family through this shitty gig. Pretty much, it's yeah. A, it's, it's misdirection. Get That's something else crazy. to be disappointed in. Yeah, and, and like, I came out and everyone was like, you did so well. Did you guys know this already? No, no. no. And wow. it, it gets it gets better actually. Wow. It gets okay. so much better. They were like, "Hey, maybe we would- try a man." No, no, no. no. It gets better. <laughs> no, no. They were like, "Hey, we wouldn't be able to do that. That took a lot of courage." Oh, <laughs> you were brave. I, and then I got so so drunk. I got the most drunk. I went to the court and I had about like a hundred dollars worth of alcohol. I think that I just like had lying around because I was like I spent so much money just like on alcohol. Because mm. it was like around the time of back to school season, I worked a lot because I work in office supplies. Awesome, I know, I'm really cool, uh, popular. So I had heaps of money. So I was like, "Fuck it, let's just get really." What's a very popular office supply? 
Uh, pens, I guess. What kind of pens probably the best? I mean, uh, is it like big? Big, probably big. No, no, no. Big, no, no you, you'd be surprised. I pa- am. Paper right. Paper right. No shit. Jesse, you'd be used to paper right before. <laughs> I don't think so. I'm a big man. They're the white ones with the blue capture. I think you're a big man, huh? Um, I, I think I, you're a big man. <laughs> well, like, oh, you big man. Fuck up. Um, no, but the, the, no, there's some some pens. Like, you would be surprised. It's actually we probably have even higher sales. And you know the pens that erase. There are some. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, there's erasable they, they, pens. They're like there's art a, lines, but they erase. Yeah, yeah. And there's yeah, there's, there's some erasable nice pens, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah some yeah. have grip. Fuck yeah. We should get some of those for the for the room. Yeah, and now they've got ones with like hi- like erasable highlighters. What I know, oh, yeah. light technology. Jez, write never, it down. I we never need once office supplies. All, all throughout school, I never once used a highlighter. I never saw the point in it. Uh, one no. time, my teacher told me to highlight a page, and I highlighted the whole page, and then she kicked me out of class. Yeah. And it spent I spent like thirty minutes of that hour class doing that, and I got the idea from Facebook. I was like, "Oh my god, other people are doing it! I'm gonna be so you funny!" Thirty minutes to highlight one page. Oh uh, no, I used up the whole entire highlighter, and then she yelled at me. Well, you used up an entire highlighter pretty, on one page. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I don't think I tracked. Did you give? Did you give like a fucking? Like, like yeah, a no, well, like what was left of that highlight? What was left of that highlighter? The thing I want to point out. It's like you, you said you got it on Facebook. It's like I'm gonna sound fucking old, but like we we didn't have Facebook when I was at school. Like I don't even know if I had MySpace. Facebook, MySpace might have been. I, mean, just, I didn't have a mobile phone until I was yeah, sixteen. Yeah, I, I, I didn't have a phone. And then like MySpace might have been a thing. I'm not sure, but I never started that until I'd already. I was left, never on MySpace. I, I'd I, left I, I missed school MySpace. And I was already completely. working for a couple of years. Then I joined MySpace um, just because I broke up with my girlfriend. and I was lonely. But um, I can't imagine Comedy. what it'd be like going to school with Facebook and shit. Wow, this is sad. And you so just many wanted ways. Tom to be your friend. Uh, well, I mean, he's got a lot of money. <laughs> but um, no, me and Tom will be all right. I, I just I got like bought Tom. MySpace. Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I did I hear about that. that. Yeah, actually, have you been on MySpace lately? Uh, it's fucking shit, eh? I, I signed in, I think, sometime last year because sometimes I get really nostalgic and I will visit really old websites that I've been on for years, uh, try and sign into really old accounts or just like, you know, that sort of thing. And MySpace was f- just this Cake really, it was just this really yeah. weird fucking thing. Run.org. But then I got an email after I went into MySpace that sent an email to my account and everyone else on my friend list saying, hey, Glenn Grimwood has just signed into MySpace. Maybe you should as well. And I haven't used MySpace for this long. I'm like, there are people on this fucking website that I do not want having an email saying, oh, Glenn's done this. So I immediately had to fucking just delete the whole thing. What, 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 kind, of, what kind of people, people are there? Oh, I don't want to go into that. No, I want to go into that. Oh, just There's people. this guy that used to hang out with him during school that uh, <laughs> would take him out of class and they'd play, uh, they'd play soccer. Wait, wait, wait. And hide the cucumber. Can you bring a yeah. friend? Okay, fine. I thought uh, it was going to Every, every time cool. he did it, he'd send an email to all his friends saying that one of them can come down and play <laughs> with him. And Glenn hated that. Yeah, I just, uh, you know. Because it went to like, all of his proxy email accounts he uses uh, just for different <laughs> things, you know, for, the, uh, for his pay sites. But have you uh, never just, like, Googled your old email addresses or anything just to see. Oh, remember, yeah. when, remember when websites used to have guest books? No. I don't remember guest books. Right. I'll tell you what, what I found is my old, uh, like, guild forum from when I played online games. Like Neopets? Yes. I don't know what Neopets is. Shut your oh. fucking mouth. But, like, I used to First, play. I used last to, week, he didn't fucking know what Yu Gi Oh was, and now this. Oh, oh, I'm a real cool guy. I don't know what Yu Gi Oh is. 
That's had a massive cartoon. Like, the thing is, you think you're cool not knowing what it is, but really you're the outcast. Yeah. I'm, uh, listen, I'm awesome. not even saying I'm cool or uncool. I just don't know what the fuck it's it is. It's actually on Netflix. Right here. It's on Netflix. Yeah. All right. Yeah, well, anyway, I've got like, D-Space 9 to watch. So, back in the day... Uh, fucking, Was that a grandpa I, show? I can't grandpa believe I was But, like, when, when websites were, like, older, you'd have, like, a... You'd make your own website. You'd have, like, a hit counter... You're just, oh, I remember hit counters. You're yeah. gesturing to me more than anyone else. You're a baby, baby person. And like, yeah, what would happen is like you'd, you'd make this website on some free server, and then you'd have like a, a guest book. So if anyone from anywhere would see your website, they could go on and leave a leave, leave a little message in your guest book. Be okay. like, "Hey, this is my name. This is my email. Oh, I've been at your, your website. It's really cool. I like how you stole pictures from everyone else's website. And um, like I used to have like. I've had a few emails, and sometimes if you go on Google and type in your very first emails that you had, um, like you, you, all the the stuff you ever put your email on will come up in the Google search. Oh, and okay. You can find all these old websites that you've been on. Yeah. And it's just fucking like so bizarre. Wait, so what was the oldest website? Like, what's the- there's like some Sailor Moon website where I was just like, "Hey, cool pictures," and did that stupid little ad. <laughs> that, that cool was spelled K E W L. Oh yeah, of course it was. And it had this fucking what was it the the What's that fucking amp, not ampersand? The fucking XD, the six, the shifts six, the the, oh, the yeah. anime eyes with the underscore in the mouth. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I and and, and, and like not pictured was you jerking off at the time. Did Sailor Moon ever respond? <laughs> no, this is this is before I. <laughs> this, is how far, this, this, this is how far back it goes. This is before you learned about jerking off. I understand. Uh, there was I, a time where it was always like, oh, my parents are going to find out that I've been looking at this stuff. And then I was like, my parents are dumb as fuck. Like, they don't understand shit about computers. I can just do whatever I want. And then that was like a whole new world. It was dark in the club when we started to chat. Yo, but I don't remember a girl looking like that. She wanted to talk in the dark with the crowd. I was headed backstage where it wasn't so loud. But she didn't come into the life backstage. So is it really your picture on your MySpace page? Is it really your picture on your MySpace page? Or is it of a girl that like half your age? It was a good app, right? It was pretty fun. Uh, not a strong ending, I will uh, freely admit. I could not find a great ending point, but uh, I'm, I'm, I think there was some, some good stuff. Uh, thank you for uh, thank you for listening all the way through. Um, you know, I was thinking about my. I only just remember this, like my own personal, uh, you know, pedophile that came to the school. Um, yeah, at one point he gave me like a collection of of coins, like a like a I guess that you would buy it like the post office or whatever, like sort of some sort of vintage e coins. I never expressed any interest in coins. I don't know. I mean, clearly he was just desperately trying to connect with me. I I do still don't fully understand how like weird old, not weird old men, weird middle aged men um, are, are getting into the school system or being invited to come and visit with with vulnerable children uh but uh you know what it was weird hanging out with your buddy but i'm sure your heart was in the right place or you really were creepily trying to be around small children for some nefarious reason so thanks or you're gross uh <laughs> either way anyway um uh, it was it was uh, fun, it was fun talking about you know like all our sort of hell gigs um uh, uh, terrible terrible things um I'm not sure if I can find this I'm looking for it right now 
But if I do find it, I'll put it up on the uh, on the Infinite Jest website, infinitejest.com.au, which you can stream all the episodes from, etc., etc. And there's also links to all the music from the apps. Um, but if I can find this, I'm going to put it there. Uh, but there's... Uh, we mentioned, I think, re- just really briefly on the episode, um, there's a really talented comic, uh, Colin Epsworth, started comedy in Perth. He's, I think, in America at the moment. He may be coming back, perhaps. Who knows? Uh, but uh, at some point in the future, if you're listening to this, I'm sure he's a massive superstar. Um, but there is a thing which is sort of uh, infamous amongst the Perth comedy uh, community uh, where there's the raw, the Triple J like raw comedy competitions, national competition for comedy, um, where uh, Colin, I believe, is at a state final, maybe he's at uh, the national final, but they have all the contestants standing on the stage like lining up, and then they call out the winner, which, by the way, is fucking brutal to everyone who doesn't win, because then you got to just have a bunch of people standing there. Like it's like if you're at the Oscars, because the cameras are all like focused on them and stuff. But then the cameras would have would just stay focused on all the losers while the winner gives their expect- acceptance speech. Like that's fucked. Like nobody, you don't need to put people in that position. Anyway, that's that's a that's a that's a competition loser talking. Um, but, uh, yeah, there's apparently a shot where they start to announce the winner and Colin's so sure that he's won and he's, you know, one of the people lining up that he starts to take a step forward as they're announcing the winner. And then the winner is not him. And um, you can see this. There's, like, I know there's an image at least floating around of this. I hope there's actual footage uh, where you can just see his heart breaking. Um, if, if we can find it, I'm going to put it on the website. I really don't have a reason to bring it up other than I, I just think it's really funny. It's funny... Uh, also because Colin is great and he's gone to great success and all that kind of stuff as well. You know, like, it's not funny to laugh at a loser who just lost and then quit. Um, but it's funny to laugh at someone who eventually won um, so much as you can win in comedy because it's fucking brutal. Anyway, um, we're going to get some more episodes out. Uh, if you're in Melbourne, I'm coming there in uh, about a month during April. I'm going to be there for about 12 days uh, and uh, just doing various gigs around town. If you're in the UK, I'm coming to the Edinburgh Fringe for the first time this year. So I'll be there for the entire month of August. Ladies and gentlemen, that is the episode. We are done. This was episode 22. Uh, Bombs away. And Peter Files. See you next week. Korea every night My engine sank into the salty sky I didn't know if I would live or die I bombed Korea every night I bombed Korea every night I bombed Korea every night Red flowers bursting down below us Those people didn't even know us We didn't know if we would live or die We didn't know if it was wrong or right I bombed Korea every night And so I sit here at this bar I'm not a hero, I'm not a movie star 
I've got my beer, I've got my stories to tell, but they won't tell you what it's like in hell. Red flowers bursting down below us. Ah, those people didn't even know us. We didn't know if we would live or die. We didn't know if it was wrong or right. We didn't know if we would live or die. I bomb Korea every night.